The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday the 31st of October. Details in the defamation case brought by actor Jeffrey Rush. More information on what happened to the Lion Air flight that crashed into the Java Sea. Concerns about China from our intelligence chiefs. And the title of the most Instagram followers has changed hands. This is your Squeeze Today. Claire, the defamation case brought by Jeffrey Rush against the Daily Telegraph continues with the woman he allegedly acted inappropriately towards giving evidence yesterday. And everyone was really waiting to hear what Erin Jean Norville had to say. You might remember she was the one that the Daily Telly initially ran reports about, although didn't name her. So there was lots of question marks over who this person was. And then later when she was outed as uh, the woman at the centre of all of it, um, given she didn't cooperate with the Daily Telly in those reports, uh, everyone that's been following this has really wanted to hear from her and what happened and that's what happened yesterday. So what did she have to say? So what she had to say was that she felt trapped and that she felt frightened, that he touched her on stage inappropriately, that it certainly wasn't an accident. When she was questioned then about if all of that happened and you felt so trapped and frightened, why were you text messaging him uh, down the track with um, sort of cute text names for each other? And she said that um, she could understand why people would take that as flirtatious, but she was just using that as a coping mechanism and uh, that... Um, no doubt will be something that gets picked up in uh, in evidence again today. Yeah. I like how you've reminded people in the email that this is a defamation case. It's not a, a sexual harassment case. Um, so it is about whether what was written about him was accurate or not. Yeah, and this has a whole lot of, you know, then legal consequences. It's about whether the Daily Telly defamed Jeffrey Rush. And, of course, the telly is relying on um, elements of, of truth uh, in what happened for their defence. So, uh, of course, there's a lot of focus on um, what exactly happened and hearing from the woman at the centre of it is was crucial to that. So, yeah, it's, it's a really interesting case and, um, yeah, heading sort of towards a conclusion soon. Uh, to that Lion Air flight that went down in the Java Sea, they haven't yet found the black box? They haven't, and hope has faded of finding any survivors. So they're going to keep uh, looking for that black box recorder and um, and bodies. And where the coverage has really landed this morning is that there's witness reports saying that uh, the plane seemed to be having problems getting level in the air. Uh, one report in the Australian this morning from a fisherman who was out in the Java Sea said that the plane looked like it was wobbling uh, before it sort of went uh, nose down into the Java Sea. It quite a speed and that of course um sort of almost explains i guess why um you know the plane is in so many pieces and they're looking at um at really finding body parts so yeah lots um yeah lots more investigating to be done on this yeah a little while back our government announced that they would ban chinese telco huawei from accessing australia's 5g network despite efforts from huawei to have the decision reversed our top spy chiefs aren't really having a bar of it and further to this there's concern about how our universities are collaborating with chinese students yeah exactly right and mike burgess who works for the signals directorate which is one of our really um, very secretive spy agencies uh it's the first time apparently um i saw in 
the news last night uh, in more than 70 years that um, the head of that agency has actually been identified. So he's not a public person, but to come out and make a public speech to really underline the threat that um, that spy agency sees from China was quite extraordinary. And yes, there was a report as well um, out yesterday from one of the top think tanks in, in the security and strategic policy area saying that Aussie universities are collaborating at unprecedented levels with students who then go back to give information to the Chinese army. So, yeah, really interesting time. Yeah. Uh, Karen Phelps, who recently won the by-election in Wentworth, will stay on as a City of Sydney councillor until April. Federal MP and a councillor, that's a... It's a lot of jobs. It is a lot of jobs. And of course, she still has interests in medical practices. So she's going to be a very busy woman. She says that she's going to continue to serve on that council because um, it would avoid a by-election there. Uh, so yeah, she's very busy. And of course, the former member, Malcolm Turnbull, was in the news yesterday as well uh, when he sided with Indonesia um, in that Israel embassy to Jerusalem issue, um, which puts him contrary to... Uh, Scott Morrison. So, yeah. The ghosts of Prime Minister's past. Indeed, indeed. Continue to haunt us. <laughs> <laughs> um, Instagram. The most followed person on the platform was Selena Gomez, which really surprised me. She's a child star. She's now a pop star. She dated Justin Bieber. She's got some great tunes. She had 144,340. 1,731 followers. That was really hard to get out. I think I've got it. <laughs> you did. She's been did. dethroned, though. Yeah, she has by um, Cristiano Ronaldo, who is this soccer sensation and, you know, he never has a hair out of place. He has one of those, you know, mm, that's yeah. <laughs> one of those lifestyles that is very Insta-convertible. Um, and, yes. <laughs> is that he, the technical term? <laughs> that's my technical term yeah, like for it. this. Um, and, yeah, he um, he overtook um, Gomez, although I, I would suspect uh, that given that's had a bit of media attention late yesterday, that maybe Gomez has had a bit of a surge back. So it looks like those it two is will close. probably be. It's close. Yeah, they'll yeah. probably be um, fighting it out, I would have thought, as the fans of, of both of those um, personalities really come forward. But I was surprised to see when I was having a look at um, Ronaldo yesterday that um, apparently the – pathway in his sort of, you know, he was a, a talented kid um, and sounds like he was just one of those kids that, you know, could pick up a racket or a ball or whatever and do, yeah, and yeah. just do it. But apparently his other option other than soccer was to become a professional ping pong player. He's probably pretty happy with his decision, I'd say. I would think so. Yeah, yeah. he's worth a yeah. lot of money. He's I think his right. last, I think his last contract was like a hundred million euros. So not bad. Yeah. Um, and being released this morning is our very first episode of Squiz Splains. Squiz Splains is your shortcut to more than just the headlines. Do you want to give us a quick wrap of what we've covered in the first episode? Yeah, we've had a chat about health and uh, one of the things that we know uh, in the email that really gets um, a lot of um, interest is is anything around health 
you know, whether it's exercise or diet or mm. um, equipment or, you know, <laughs> leggings or whatever. So, yeah, we thought we would start there and we've had a good look at the stats. We've had um, a good look at the facts and then we've had a great chat to Deborah Hutton, which was something I was um, very thrilled to do. She's yeah. um, she's someone I regard uh, as one of the one of the best, I reckon. Yeah, she's great. And also a squeezer, which is awesome. Uh, what's the subject line? Uh, we don't talk anymore, which is a Ooh. Selena Gomez song, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought that was quite relevant to probably Jeffrey Rush and Erin Jean Norville. Yeah, they don't definitely they don't talk anymore. I would say. Uh, if you like uh, the Squeeze Today email or the Squeeze Today podcast, please share it. And when you do, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. And obviously, it keeps us doing what we're doing. Um, there is $100 to spend at Seller Masters up for grabs if you do jump into this. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. A quick message now from our podcast partner, BHP. Across the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking to Squizzers about BHP and the work they're doing to provide the materials that we need to transition to a low emission economy for the energy transition. At the start of the podcast, you heard how copper is used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. So when it comes to producing it, reducing emissions is a priority. And that's why BHP is making solar, wind and battery deals to help power their South Australian Olympic Dam copper mine. It's happening now at BHP.